Adobe presents 2023 Digital Trends Media and Entertainment in Focus. Welcome to Adobe's 2023 Digital Trends Media and Entertainment in Focus report. Now in its 13th year, our annual global survey, produced in collaboration with eConsultancy, continues to be a constant in the customer experience landscape. And as today's digital economy evolves, driving growth for businesses worldwide, this much is clear. Cutting-edge technologies are empowering individuals, transforming businesses, and connecting people more than ever. Above all, dynamic customer expectations continue to dominate the conversation. We asked Denise Colella, Vice President and Head of Digital Strategy Group Media and Financial Services at Adobe, to share her thoughts on this year's Digital Trends Report. Here's what she had to say. We've charted a course through this shifting digital economy to help businesses uncover opportunity by delivering experiences that connect on a personal level. Against geopolitical and economic uncertainty, our study has found that businesses continue to make tough choices. They're reevaluating what matters most, making strategic investments to set up for future success while striving to deliver experiences that dazzle their customers. As we look to the future, one thing is apparent. As customers continue to raise the bar for great experiences, it will be critical for media and entertainment, or M&E businesses, to respond with creativity. They'll need to find ways to quickly solve both the problems of their businesses and of their customers. Above all, they'll need to imagine creative ways to inspire their teams, boost efficiency, and improve the work stream, all by aligning their people, processes, and technology. In short, the word of the year is creativity. As Adobe CEO Shantanu Narayan recently declared, everyone is creative and has the right to share their story. And you can help make that a reality. With nearly half of M&E senior executives focused on evolving their business models to drive retention and boost the value of their customer relationships, think of this as a chance to pause for a moment. Take stock of your situation, get creative, and chart the course ahead for long-term growth in the digital economy. By evaluating the state of your business, you'll begin to identify current challenges. In turn, this will help you understand whether increased automation and improved workflow solutions can help overcome friction in the delivery process and meet customer expectations across channels. Tellingly, our survey found that 42% of M&E executives feel that a lack of time to be creative is holding their business back, with more than a quarter attributing this to workflow issues. This underscores significant opportunities to speed up asset deployment, automate execution, use data to personalize content, and track insights. After all, as Shantanu pointed out, at the heart of every great experience is an emotional connection. Great content plays a big part in making that happen. You may also find that it's time to reimagine your data relationships. Our survey showed that although many organizations are able to collect data, their ability to immediately enhance that data with human insight and then in turn into meaningful interactions is a work in progress. While our survey revealed that M&E Marketing and Customer Experience, or CX professionals, are looking beyond transactional data and tapping into sources that give them a more human dimension, few are taking advantage of secondary partner data to shape content and experiences, only 15%. Given the heavily partnership-based nature of the industry, this is an open opportunity. 
The findings also clarified the value of unified platforms in enabling organizations to seize new opportunities from the digital economy through relevant, consistent interactions bursting with value. Indeed, leading organizations outperforming the M&E sector in 2022 were almost 50% more likely to have a unifying platform than those who just matched or underperformed. We believe it's time to embrace the spirit of discovery. Success in the new frontier of experience won't come to those who lift and shift existing ideas and techniques into a different space. Those able to deliver business growth through customer-centric experiences will be the ones that dare to reimagine how they operate. Only by combining creativity with strong experiences and meaningful connection will brands be able to stand out, amaze customers, and keep them coming back. Executive Summary Our report uncovered four trends to pay attention to in 2023 and beyond. The first, retention over acquisition. As most media and entertainment marketing and CX executives expect economic conditions to significantly impact their revenue growth, customer retention becomes increasingly important. To secure ongoing customer loyalty, M&E brands are looking at ways of enhancing their offering, with 83% stating that they expect to develop and launch new products or services to reduce churn. The changes companies are making look set to have a major impact on their business, with nearly half saying that they are evolving their model to encourage retention or improve the value of their customer relationship. The second, build customer value. While added extras on existing products are attractive, they and the communications around them must be closely tailored to customers' needs if they're to feel valued enough to stay. More than half say innovation will be key to this, while the number of M&E executives prioritizing personalization leapt a significant 18 percentage points from 2022. Initiatives that can precisely understand and anticipate customer needs will be important, but executives have to be cognizant of the sort of environment they're in. Pricing packages don't make customers' hearts beat faster. Wow experiences do. With only 22% of executives able to offer omni-channel personalization based on customer behavior patterns and previous interactions, there is still a lot of work to be done to achieve this. Similarly, brands need to recognize the changing nature of their audience. Gen Z, in particular, is influencing how M&E brands should engage. There is a move away from mainstream channels to more exciting and unique social media platforms and methods of interaction. Unsurprisingly, more than three-quarters of M&E marketing and CX executives will be prioritizing social media, while 63% will also be looking at video sharing and streaming sites. The third trend, turn data into revenue. The M&E sector does not lack customer data, and it is making progress using it to shape content and experiences. The level of sophistication in that data is also increasing, with 41% using sentiment analysis in 2023 compared to only 30% in 2022. However, the use of secondary partner or sponsor data is still in its infancy, with only 15% of respondents saying they employ it. This represents an opportunity that is currently being missed. Creating market-beating experiences around brands is one way to draw consumers into interacting more deeply and thus helping organizations gain more contextual information that could be used to improve personalization and retention. 
It can also boost the company's ability to understand customer sentiments, behaviors, and preferences based on first-party data collection, something which 55% of M&E executives identify as their most pressing challenge when it comes to monetizing data. As ad-supported formats become key revenue drivers for many M&E brands going forward, the ability to collect, manage, and deploy customer data across multiple channels will be vital. And the final trend? Create time to create. Time to be creative is clearly necessary to deliver great CX, but organizations are struggling, with 42% saying that a lack of time to be creative isn't just frustrating, it's actively holding their businesses back. More than a quarter attribute this to workflow issues, while fewer than half of M&E marketing and CX executives can claim they're either good or very good at delivering content by deploying assets quickly and automating execution. M&E companies that outperformed their sector in 2022 were nearly 55% more likely to have a unifying platform than those that had either merely kept pace with or underperformed their peers. That's 64% of leaders versus 43% of mainstream. With so many data inputs used to create and service content and experiences in real time, working without a unified platform is a non-starter. A single platform is the foundation for building solid, scalable, and integrated CX. Part 1. Retention over Acquisition M&E brands refocus on retention and lifetime value. Media and entertainment brands have taken center stage over the past decade. As linear TV was disrupted by a couple of significant players, first by Netflix and later by Amazon Prime TV, the disruptors soon found themselves disrupted. The streaming environment has exploded with a vast range of suppliers, as well as having to compete for attention with social platforms such as streaming giant YouTube and relative newcomer TikTok, particularly among the younger generation. As a result, incumbents are finding their offerings diluted. Netflix notably saw the loss of its big draw Marvel content to Disney+. And the trend in subscriber numbers is going in reverse. Across 2022, Netflix lost around 1 million subscribers, and AMC was forced to lay off 20% of its staff. Netflix halted the decline to a certain degree, adding 7.66 million subscribers and beating expectations at the end of 2022. However, its leadership admits that curbing password sharing may contribute to another dip in 2023. Despite this, our survey respondents are still planning to bet big on streaming. A board-level M&E survey respondent said, we are hoping the video and streaming markets perform well in 2023. We are closing our print and ebook departments to transition to 3D content and short video entertainment. It's not only an increasingly crowded market that's to blame. According to our research, 86% of M&E marketing and CX executives expect economic conditions to significantly impact revenue growth. Subscriptions to entertainment services are often the first to be cut in a cost-of-living squeeze, with fintech companies actively helping consumers identify and trim unwanted subscriptions or lapsed free trials from their bank accounts. Most households now have at least one streaming subscription, meaning acquisition is an expensive fight to attract customers away from rivals. During challenging economic times, it makes sense to focus on keeping the customers already attained. 
Most M&E executives are therefore prioritizing ways to make sure they retain customers rather than looking to acquisition to drive revenue. In 2023, 86% of M&E brands expect economic conditions to significantly impact revenue growth. 61% say audience and subscriber lifetime value will take priority over new customer acquisition. 81% will change business models and cost structures to drive revenue growth. And because the core offer on its own is no longer enough to guarantee brand loyalty, 83% will be developing and launching new products and or services to reduce churn. A recent report from the consulting firm EY identified bundling as a key retention tactic and predicted that companies will move from soft bundling, which means offering a package of products to consumers at a discounted rate, to hard bundling, where customers are served a group of services in a single app. It also suggests that companies make it unattractive to leave by including stickier services like gaming, where people want to preserve their progress or play in a community. Bundling has worked well in streaming, with Disney Plus gaining more than 137 million subscribers in three years with its trio of services. Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus now reaching 205,600,000 subscribers globally. In publishing, the New York Times, already known for its puzzle fan base, pulled off a similar coup after the 2022 acquisition of viral puzzle sensation Wordle. With subscriber packages that include quizzes, cooking, and a news app, the newspaper has increased its digital subscriber base by 1 million to 9,600,000 between 2021 and 2022. It's not just services that need to change. Fundamental business models will also need to adapt, with 81% of brands stating that such changes are on their to-do list for 2023. For nearly half, 46% of senior executives, if they had one big bet to improve customer experience in 2023, it would be evolving their model to encourage retention and value of customer relationships. 22% are placing their bet on investing in awareness and market share. 18% are focusing on the efficiency of their marketing and CX. 8% are betting on building a best-in-class customer data operation. And 6% said their big bet is achieving an exceptional omnichannel CX. Brands can pull several levers to achieve this new business model. Some continue to mix freemium with paid subscriptions, and ChatGPT is one of the latest to start offering tiered services, with a $20 monthly payment for ChatGPT+. According to the 2023 State of Subscriptions report, tactics such as moving customers to pay by credit rather than debit card reduce churn, particularly involuntary churn and decline rates. Similarly, knowing when to transition from free trial to paid subscription makes a difference. Trials of seven days or less can achieve the highest possible conversion rate of 43%, while trials lasting more than two months see conversions of only 33. Part 2. How Brands Build Customer Value Digging Down into Hyper-Personalization On a macro level, Pricing and product bundling make M&E packages attractive to broad groups of cohorts. But to enhance consideration and loyalty, those services must be relevant at an individual level. The relationship needs to be nurtured one-to-one. -one. Just as we saw last year, 
there is strong evidence that innovation will be vital to keeping customers excited. At 55%, more than half of M&E marketing and CX professionals believe experimentation and or innovation in content and delivery will be a top driver of engagement and retention. However, there is a big leap in the number of brands prioritizing personalization from 2022, up 18 percentage points from 28% to 46%. Delivering hyper-personalization relies on copious amounts of accurate, recent, and relevant customer data that can be tracked across channels. But it's getting harder for marketing and CX executives to bring that data together and leverage it for personalization. Similarly, nearly two-fifths of respondents, or 39%, point to the need for smarter ads that target consumers more creatively. Unfortunately, as we know, the advertising market is becoming more and more opaque, with 2021's introduction of the iOS 14 tracking option and the looming deprecation of cookies. As for strategic content partnerships and alliances, there was only a two percentage point jump from 40% in 2022 to 42% in 2023. The number of marketing and CX executives ranking adjacent offline or physical experiences, such as live events, as one of their organization's top three audience engagement and retention drivers, dropped from 33% in 2022 to 30% in 2023, as did predictive analytics to enable proactive content recommendations, 31% in 2022, and 25% in 2023. An adjacent online or mobile experience, like companion apps, games, and augmented reality, decreasing 12 percentage points to 18% in 2023. That said, companies can excel at creating hyper-personalized experiences without knowing the customer's every move. With enough contextual information, using artificial intelligence, AI, and machine learning, ML, companies have been able to model the most likely behaviors and outcomes and build personalized journeys on that basis. Gambling portal The Score Bet uses hyper-personalization to improve its customer retention. Sporting contests typically generate a huge volume of promotional activity around a single event. Getting a special deal to bet on a Major League Baseball playoff or a FIFA football tournament is a significant reason to sign up for a service. However, after the event, many unsubscribe. Typically, companies are then forced to offer incentives to try and win customers back, which is more expensive and less effective than keeping them engaged. But the score bet uses deep learning to identify users' next best bets, make market recommendations, and highlight similar events to the ones a customer has recently bet on to keep them engaged with the service. Since using deep learning, the score bet has improved its engagement scores by 66%. Brands build value by creating experiences that go the extra mile. Pricing, experimentation, and targeting, all key levers to grow revenue, don't exactly make the consumer's heart beat faster. This isn't laundry detergent or auto insurance. It's entertainment, and consumers need to feel strong emotions to connect. Worryingly, just 13% of M&E brands believe they give customers experiences that surprise and delight. 32% think they are, at the very least, meeting customers' needs. 29%, on the other hand, feel that they're lagging in meeting needs, and 26% just don't know. When companies personalize, 
they must make sure they are making it not just personal, but memorable. To surprise customers and to do so in a relevant way asks even more of the company's ability to use data. Most M&E brands can still only personalize based on explicit customer data, their given profiles, or other information they share proactively with the company, such as their interests. Only 22% can personalize based on the customer's omni-channel history of interactions, patterns of behavior, and so on. And only 17% can do so based on intent or prediction. In other words, very few companies can currently offer personalized experiences based on what they understand consumers might want in the future, rather than what consumers have explicitly said. Capabilities aside, a quarter of respondents recognize that predictive analytics enabling proactive recommendations drive engagement and retention, so at least they are on their radar. Netflix, Amazon, and more have long personalized their landing pages and recommendations to reflect browsing habits. Still, the concerns have been that this tends to funnel viewers down a narrow rabbit hole rather than exposing them to new content. The challenge is to personalize, but also anticipate and delight. Spotify does this well, with 489 million active users worldwide as of Q3 2022, and up 70 million in just one year. Spotify provides personalized recommendations based on listeners' habits and preferences. In early 2021, it patented a technology that personalizes content based on listeners' emotional state, gender, age, or accent. It also uses a decision tree to refine its recommendations. As reported in Pitchfork 12, Spotify's approach is rooted in technology so that the above-described human activity, for example, requiring a user to provide input, is at least partially eliminated and performed more efficiently. Nearly a third of all streams come from AI-recommended songs. When asked which of the following best describes their organization's highest level of customer experience personalization, 7% of survey respondents said little or none. 8% said they can personalize by name, product, purchase follow-up, and more. 20% personalize based on segment, interests, and the like. 25% said their organization personalizes across channels based on the customer's stated preferences. 22% personalize based on the customer's history of interactions. And 17% personalize based on intent and prediction. AI is undoubtedly expected to become a more critical tool for M&E executives. Indeed, in a separate Adobe study of marketing and customer experience leaders, when asked about the impact of generative AI, most respondents agreed it would help them do better work, 90%, more work, 89%, and better personalized experiences, 89%. A board-level M&E exec had this to say about the impact of AI. We are looking into artificial intelligence and what kind of real-world impact this can have on trends. And analyzing future trends, we have seen AI totally destroy two B2B markets, the sci-fi illustration market and the pre-made cover market. Again, mostly to fantasy and sci-fi, but it will get better faster. Building customer value means avoiding TLDR, which stands for too long, didn't read. Reducing churn and maximizing lifetime value doesn't mean ignoring new customers. Far from it. It means identifying customers who are a good fit 
and nurturing them. This is especially true of younger consumers who are forming new habits. Knowing how to reach them is vital. Gen Z in particular is a highly visual generation, and their common response to long chunks of text is TLDR, too long, didn't read. Unsurprisingly, M&E brands are turning to shorter form platforms when delivering content to younger consumers. Despite the ongoing concerns over TikTok, the European Commission is the latest organization to ban its employees from installing the app on work phones. More than three-quarters of M&E marketing and CX professionals would prioritize it or Instagram, while 63% are looking to use video sharing and streaming sites such as YouTube, Freebie, and Hulu. However, executives will need to pay attention to trends, as the signs point to Gen Z also moving away from mainstream platforms. In a prime example of algorithms gone wrong, Facebook news feeds, among others, have become dominated by clickbait media. 50 teen stars from the 80s and what they look like now, rather than prioritizing content from subscribers' peers or preferred brands. Here's the breakdown for the top three digital channels M&E organizations plan to prioritize next year to deliver content and messaging to younger consumers. 76% said social media platforms like TikTok and Instagram. 63% said video sharing and streaming sites like YouTube, Freebie, and Hulu. 36% will be prioritizing branded or brand-owned apps. 28% will be focusing their efforts on audio streaming sites like Spotify. 19% said messaging apps and boards like Discord, WhatsApp, and Telegram. And 18% will be investing in augmented, virtual, extended reality like metaverse, virtual events, gaming, and immersive content. Recent criticism of Twitter's For You page is that suggestions dominate and rarely feature posts from followed accounts. Gen Z, both users and creators, are seeking new platforms that resemble the early days of Instagram and Facebook, those that demonstrate more authenticity. Apps like Be Real are taking off, as are trends towards more authentic content on platforms like TikTok, such as the non-aesthetic trend. These platforms are also becoming jumping-off points for new brands and media personalities, indicating that traditional routes to market are not necessarily a priority. Deloitte notes that creators are looking for ways to break loose from top social media services and appear on different platforms. The music industry sees artists bypassing traditional processes and gaining fame on UGC platforms before coming household names. Singer-songwriter Kat Burns has one million followers on TikTok, and her single, Go!, went viral on the platform before being signed by a record company and reaching number two in the UK singles chart. Certainly, influencers continue to be a key lever for marketing and CX executives. A board-level content creator in the video gaming and esports sector said, Influencers will play a significant role in 2023 for us, and specialized social networks like Discord, Reddit, Twitch, Steam, Epic, PSN, and Xbox Live. Deloitte also noted the transformative impact 5G is already having on the media landscape, calling new gaming environments proto-metaverses. Interestingly, What's New in Publishing reported in October 2022 that it was still day zero in Web3 and metaverse development. 
Genshin Impact is one such game that depends on the power of 5G to function correctly. There are whole chat rooms dedicated to discussing which phone model is best to run the environment. It's not just that the game has some of the most visually appealing environments. It's also highly social and constantly updated with new characters, quests, and wishes. These are likened to loot boxes, in-game purchases that have been criticized by parents of younger users as the boxes seem to encourage unrestrained spending. There's no doubt that content needs to pop for this generation. Instead of sport versus sport or TV show versus TV show, you might be competing with a multiplayer game that's going on simultaneously or a podcast. It's not always going to be a competitive environment, though. Gen Z still predominantly engages with sports, most frequently on live or streaming services. 74.3% to be exact. Streaming, social, and mobile may prove critical to maintaining fan engagement in the U.S. as regional sports broadcasting looks set to experience a radical shakeup. The regional sports networks, RSNs, are essential to supporting fan engagement, but their rights are set to expire imminently. Consulting firm EY suggests that the teams themselves may seek to acquire the networks that would give them direct-to-consumer access to fans and allow creative bundling opportunities. This strategy is not without financial risk, however, and EY suggests this may be a collaborative exercise between multiple teams. Fan apps will also be crucial to engagement, so teams can harvest the data they need that is currently tied up in social media platforms, the top preferred method of interaction. Pricing and access to content at an affordable price will determine whether those apps succeed, but a more general streaming app is likely to win over a dedicated league one. Real-time personalization is essential to most fans, and they are happy to share data to get it. Part 3. Turn Data into Revenue even if it's a sport played on a field or a newspaper held in the hand, M&E is now a predominantly digital sector, including at point of delivery. As a result, brands have access to a vast array of data, which presents opportunities such as those already mentioned, but it can also prove challenging. With the data at hand, there is still the job of identifying key insights and turning them into meaningful experiences. To turn data into revenue, you must make data human. Brands can and should still use big data to shape experiences, using information such as purchase history or digital journeys. But 2023 will see them looking beyond transactional data and tapping into sources that give them a more human dimension. Major League Baseball, or MLB, demonstrates the importance of the human element. Relying on transactional data, the purchasing journey appears to typically belong to an older person. In Sports Business Journal, Tynus LaRue, CEO of CrowdIQ, pointed out that if he were to take his three teen and preteen sons to a game, the fan database would only report his age, 46, skewing the view of the actual fan demographic. Teams are exploring potential routes around this problem. Indeed, the same source described how the Atlanta Braves are using high-resolution photography and AI technology to scan their in-stadium audience and estimate fan demographics. Sidestepping facial recognition, it revealed the average Braves fan to be 38 years old. 
Our research confirms that M&E marketing and CX professionals still rely heavily on big data or metadata. At 48%, nearly half use historical content performance analysis and metadata analysis to inform their content and experiences today, and the same number reference app and website behavioral data. There is a move to using consumer sentiment data, however, with 47% using audience feedback to shape content and experiences, and 41% using sentiment analysis. Indeed, only a year ago, in our 2022 study, just 30% indicated that they used sentiment analysis from sources such as online search and social media to guide their content and experiences. 39% say they rely on transactional or past purchase data, and the same goes for identity data like personal contact information. 32% reported using attitudinal, interest, or preference data. The move towards using secondary partner data to shape experiences is still in its infancy at 15% of respondents. This is a missed opportunity, as M&E is a heavily partnership-based industry, and there would be a wealth of insights to share. Given regulatory constraints and consumer skepticism over how their data is used, there is understandable reluctance. Still, emerging technologies such as data cleanrooms will make this a more realistic opportunity. It's also something of a chicken-and-egg scenario. To surprise and delight customers, you need to create next-level experiences. But to get to the next level, you need great data. And to get great data, you need to surprise and delight consumers to get them to engage on a deeper level. This is not an easy task, but when you do it right, the results can be impressive. HBO Max began marketing its Last of Us adaptation nearly 18 months before the show premiered. It started with targeting existing game fans to bring them on the journey, but then worked on getting people who had never heard of it on board. The company used social listening, built experiential installations, and engaged with musicians, lifestyle, and fashion influencers to create buzz. It should be noted that HBO Max also raised its subscription fee by a dollar just before the show launched. Such was the success of the buzz generated that the show was renewed just two weeks after the first episode of the first season aired. This is a fandom we have to engage 365 days a year, said Emily Janusa, vice president of product marketing at HBO. She added, so we're just getting started. Ultimately, the show was seen by 10 million people in the first two days of airing. Of course, there's the first-party data challenge. We have already noted that cookie deprecation will be just one of the challenges M&E brands face when it comes to understanding their customers. Accepted wisdom would suggest that the alternative is to seek to improve their first-party data resource. This is easier said than done— particularly if you're to manage customer expectations and regulatory requirements. Our respondents recognize they have a hill to climb. More than half identify using first-party data to understand customer sentiment, behavior, and preferences as their most pressing challenge when it comes to monetizing their customer data. And nearly 4 out of 10 cite managing data in line with customer expectations and regulatory requirements among their most pressing challenges. As a result, nearly two-thirds feel regulations or privacy demands would significantly reduce their targeting and analytics capacity. 
Overcoming the regulatory challenge means creating an environment where customers willingly and transparently share their data. How well that environment is built will determine that willingness. For now, 32% of M&E brands recognize that this will be a challenge unless they provide a value exchange that encourages customers to share their personal data. It's not a challenge M&E brands can afford to put off. Deloitte expects that by mid-2023, all major video subscription services will have launched an ad-funded tier alongside ad-free offerings in Europe. By the end of 2024, Deloitte predicts that half of these providers will also have launched a free ad-supported streaming TV, FAST, service. Additionally, around two-thirds of consumers will use at least one advertising video-on-demand service monthly, a 5% increase from 2022. Detailed customer data is going to be vital to creating successful revenue streams. With the rise of FAST, free ad-supported TV, Advertisers will want more granularity and insight into their audiences. Perhaps unsurprisingly, Amazon Freebie has launched an ad-supported welcome screen in beta, with several brands participating, including Smartwater. In addition, Paramount Plus uses addressable ads in both streaming and linear TV and has contributed significant revenues. In addressable ads, viewers are shown messaging that has been automatically selected based on the data the channel has about them, such as their age and food, entertainment, or travel preferences, and is what some term the holy grail of personalization. We are already seeing the results of a lack of audience insight. In both the U.S. and Australia, Netflix failed to garner significant audiences for its ad-supported platform and has been forced to refund brands for lack of reach. Streaming services will have to make the ad-funded experience highly relevant and personalized for viewers to drive audience numbers and make data work for the brands investing in the platforms. It's not just in advertising where brands need to know who their audience is on a granular level. FC Barcelona's lack of registered fan base puts its new sponsorship deal with Spotify in jeopardy and is believed to have resulted in a significantly smaller deal. However, through the Barca Innovation Hub, it is now working on projects to build closer relationships and harness more first-party data, such as NFT-based fan tokens. To turn data into revenue, you must forge data collaborations. As we've seen, we're only in the early days of data collaborations, with just 15% of brands using them to shape content and relationships. However, encouragingly, Around 4 in 10 M&E marketing and CX respondents identify strategic content partnerships and alliances as a top three audience engagement and retention driver. Data collaborations help brands extend their understanding of customers beyond their own boundaries, linking up with a complementary brand partner to gain better insight into customer behaviors and intent. The idea of collaborating on creating joint insights into customer behavior is not new, but the level of detail involved and the degree of regulatory pressure certainly is. The desire to partner with other brands to better understand audiences is happening across multiple sectors, and new technologies are being developed to help organizations achieve this in a data-safe way. Retailers, for example, have been involved in developing retail media networks, or RMNs, 
that allow access to advertising opportunities on their own and other brand-safe channels. Through data clean rooms, retailers can match first-party data provided by advertisers to target segments and measure audiences without transferring personally identifiable information out of the company's environment. Walgreens-owned Boots uses data clean rooms to target its loyalty scheme members with personalized messaging in TV or streamed ads. M&E brands have multiple opportunities to achieve the same collaborative data insights, whether it's the sports brands mentioned previously and their regional sports networks, or TV properties such as HBO Max's Last of Us and gamer communities. Part 4. Create Time to Create Executives have no time to be creative. Undeniably, M&E marketing and CX executives are juggling more balls than Cirque du Soleil. Drowning in data, even if it's not the best kind, and racing to personalize across multiple channels, they find they lack time to be creative to deliver those wow experiences that will drive retention and power a virtuous circle of engagement and loyalty. More than 4 in 10 of our respondents say that a lack of time to be creative isn't just frustrating, it's actively holding their marketing organization back. A further 29% say data quality is an issue. With the latter directly influencing the former, marketers must find a way to cut through the clutter. Encouragingly, the foundations are there. Companies are getting better at planning their content in a way that delivers results and 85% of M&E marketing and CX professionals say they will streamline their end-to-end content life cycles in 2023 to achieve digital content excellence. Many organizations have realized the range of solutions available to them and are empowering staff with the technology needed to get the job done. However, when it comes to execution, the system appears to falter. 30% acknowledge that integration between tech systems, or a lack thereof, is holding back their marketing or customer experience organization. Over a quarter say workflow issues are holding their organization back. When it comes to content management, this is impacting brands at every step of the way. From planning content, where fewer than half would claim they are good or very good, to delivering content by deploying assets quickly and automating execution and using data and insights to personalize content, where just 38% say they're either good or very good. Other cited barriers include lack of innovation, 26%, lack of digital skills and capabilities, 25%, lack of customer insights, 21%, with just 22% citing no internal barriers. Automation holds so many benefits for businesses to unleash their creativity, but they must be wary of using it to allow employees to work through large volumes of the same uninspiring work. With the right goals in mind, automation should be used to free up staff to do higher value work. Even more beneficial is that, in the grand scheme of transformation, deploying automation requires a relatively small change in behavior and technology, and yet it delivers a significant boost in effectiveness. Launching a new creative agency is difficult. Being forced to launch it remotely and during a pandemic is the ultimate challenge. Xfinity's first in-house agency was responsible for the creative behind Comcast Cable and had some challenging revenue targets to meet. 
Vital to managing the company's processes remotely and helping it scale as it grew was a centralized source of truth for both the creative and administrative workflows. With dashboards for team leaders to view in real time and insights to show how campaigns were progressing, Xfinity's team relied on Adobe Workfront's work management platform. Here, it was able to store and administer all its project activities, project numbers, programs, pillars, timesheets, and employee status while coping with both full-time staff and contractors. Critically, using a work management platform gave the creatives time to create, with a 700% increase in delivered project velocity in the first year. In a way, the remote environment fostered even better creativity as the team could access talent wherever they were in the country without any communication or project management headaches. Christopher Grove, Vice President of Operations at Xfinity Creative, explained, We wanted our creatives spending every hour creating. Every hour that they're not trying to toggle between systems and figure out where to get a job number or where to post an asset because they're in a tool that's familiar to them on a day-to-day basis is an hour gained in terms of real creative output. Creating time to create requires bringing everyone together. When it comes to workflows, everyone working through a single platform has clear benefits from task setting to amends and approvals. It's immediately clear where everyone stands, and the time savings, as shown by Xfinity's success, are stark. However, this is just one element of the process, and fundamental organizational transformation comes when all the systems are brought together in a single, unified CX platform. From our research, we can see the difference between companies with a unifying CX platform and those without. Those who outperformed the M&E sector in 2022 were almost 50% more likely to have a unifying platform than those who just matched or underperformed their sector. Specifically, 64% of leaders or brands who outperformed their sector in 2022 versus 43% of mainstream, brands who either came in average or underperformed their sector. There was a similar gulf between those who used a cloud-based platform, with nearly half of leaders using one, compared to just over a quarter of mainstream. Here's how the percentages played out when respondents were asked what best describes their organization's approach to customer experience technology. 20% of leaders and 15% of mainstream brands exclusively use a cloud-based customer experience management platform. 22% of leaders and 13% of mainstream brands use a cloud-based customer experience management platform in concert with other CX and data management. 21% of leaders and 15% of mainstream brands manage customer experience with a management platform that they developed internally. And 36% of leaders and 57% of mainstream brands use multiple technologies and vendors for customer experience management without a unifying platform. With so many data inputs used to create and service content and experiences in real time, working without a unified platform is a non-starter. A single platform is all part of a cascade that begins with building solid, scalable, and integrated CX foundations. Mobile operator T-Mobile has had significant success, but this has also presented new challenges. Proliferating in recent years following its merger with Sprint, 
It now has 109 million subscribers, making it America's second-largest carrier. Sporting a portfolio of brands and a wide range of customer segments, it's a highly complex operating environment. Initially, the company used Adobe Workfront to get a handle on productivity, with senior management gaining 20 hours per week back from administration tasks, saving $2 million and increasing the marketing team's output by 47%. The company is progressing from a single solution to creating a bridge between Workfront and Adobe Experience Manager assets. Peter DeLuca, chief creative officer at T-Mobile, said, We're able to have a single source of truth that the entire organization can work from. Putting information in people's hands helps to inspire them to do the best work of their career. And that translates to the best customer experiences we've ever delivered. Part 5. Conclusion We can summarize media and entertainment digital trends in four parts. Number 1. Guard what you have the M&E market looks increasingly saturated by products and by consumers. While brands will continue looking to acquire new customers, their focus is now on retention, particularly given the headline subscriber losses among brands with a previously unassailable lead. Creating value-added services that are both attractively priced and cover many of the target audience's M&E needs is proving popular. Number two. Know what personalization really looks like. Despite a wealth of interesting contextual data, M&E brands are still targeting based on basic personalization information, like name, location, and age. With the available data and AI tools, there is the potential to do so much more. Hyper-personalization at scale should be the goal, opening consumers' eyes to new experiences, not just serving them the same old ones in different ways. Number three, explore the broader data universe. M&E customers don't exist in hermetically sealed bubbles. They have multiple influences, all of which shape their experiences. M&E brands should follow suit. By looking beyond their borders to find new customer insights, they can deliver the wow experiences that build relationships and loyalty. Collaboration is the watchword, even in the problematic domain that is data. And number four, foster a creative environment. Data collaborations, hyper-personalization, loyalty building. There are an unbelievable number of tools available for teams to use to meet the modern consumer's needs. Automation and AI are increasingly taking over the burden of process management and analytics, leaving employees free to add their unique, creative brains to the challenge. Businesses are yet to take full advantage of these tools, but there are already signs that M&E executives can deliver real wow experiences when supported by the right technology. For more information about media and entertainment digital trends in 2023 and beyond, Download the full report. Go to www.adobe.com forward slash go forward slash M&E 2023. The digital economy is constantly evolving, and your company's personalization strategies and initiatives need to evolve with it. Learn more about how to stay ahead on personalization at scale by visiting www.adobe.com forward slash go forward slash met webpage. page.